On today's episode of Infinity Sports, we are going to be discussing the quarterback carousel that everyone is going to be buying a ticket for, it seems like, in 2021. That coming up right after the intro. going on everybody thank you for tuning into infinity sports i'm wayne g i'm joined by sully who looks a thousand times better than he did last time we recorded <laughs> right it's amazing what a haircut can do to you man you know what i mean i feel better you know so that's always good the covid's out of there so ready to have this exciting show today man very excited about what we got to get to. Before we do, though, just wanted to say, please hit the like and subscribe button at the bottom of the screen. It helps us out tremendously. Not only that, but it's going to make us easier to find. It's going to bring new content right to your door. If you prefer to listen to the show rather than watch it, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. You can listen to us while you're driving, while you're going for your walk, whatever it is while you do, do listen to podcasts. And then, obviously, we are a, a interactive show. So check us out on Facebook at infinity sports podcast on instagram at infinity sports podcast and on twitter at sports infinity five that was so many words i just wish we could have a short like at is exactly <laughs> or just at infinity sports at all of them yeah, you know what i mean like that would just be so incredible but god so i mentioned it at the start of the show and obviously before we got to the intro we're talking about the quarterback carousel there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks it seems like changing or retiring we don't know what some of these guys are going to be doing before we get into that one of the overwhelming themes and i wanted to ask you about this a lot of these guys have significant dead cap money because they've just signed extensions and i'm wondering if teams moving on from these guys now so early into these new contracts is going to affect contracts going forward and what they offer as guaranteed money I'm not really sure. I think, honestly, truthfully, it'll more be involved in the deal. Like, I think cash will have to be sent back to clear some of the dead cap. Like, I think that'll weigh more for somebody than a, a future third-round pick or something like that. You know what I mean? So instead of sending, you know, I, I don't know, just a, a random trade, you know, instead of sending Teddy Bridgewater of eight, 39, a first this year, a first next year, whatever, maybe you don't include 39 and you send, you know, 15 million cap. You know, or something like that, um, because, you know, it's, it's going to hurt either way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it very well may affect contracts. But the issue is, is you're never going to get guys to not take their bonuses in the front front load of their contracts. A lot of these guys are looking to be traded the first year of that new extension. You know, I mean, that's where it's kind of really hit and hard is before it'd be like, all right, I'm trading a guy two years into his extension. I've already eaten all the bonuses. So now I can, I mean, there might be some dead cap money, but it's not going to kill me. Like a lot of these trades that we're going to be talking about today are going to be killing teams. Yeah. I mean, 
it's it's gonna kill the Texans. Uh, it costs the Texans much more to trade Deshaun Watson than it does to even keep them on the roster um, because of his dead cap next year also. So like all the dead money that's gonna accumulate for this year. Uh, but I mean, it, again, you're never going to get players to not front load their bonuses. So, like, you're never going to get a guy that says, yeah, I'll take a bonus in the fifth year of my deal. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's where the problem's going to lie. I don't, ever, I don't think I'll ever see a change. And, and I, I truly do think this is, a, 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 an, like, an outlier for years. Like, we never see this many quarterbacks on the market, like, ever, like, especially good ones. So I, I don't think this is going to be the, the norm. Well, let's start off with Deshaun Watson because he came out. He said, I want to be traded. And this is weeks ago. He didn't like the fact that they went out, got Nick Casario instead of taking his advice on the general manager. Uh, they went out. They just hired a head coach. It was not Eric Bieniemy, which is a guy that he really wanted. And I think most people thought was going to be the head coach there. So he is 100% all in on wanting out. Nick Casario says he's 100% all in on keeping Deshaun Watson. Is that just smoke and mirrors? Patriots talk? Or is, is he going to be moved? Uh, if the team, I'm telling you right now, because the team holds all the leverage in this spot, every bit of it, because he is under contract. He did just sign a deal last year. So, I mean, he has no way out. If he doesn't play, he doesn't get his money. So, and the team will find a way to move on essentially. But so if the team doesn't get wowed, I truly do think they hold fast. I mean, why not? I mean, Nick Casario comes from that. Like he's not going to give in to these players. So I think they're going to hold fast. I mean, if they get a crazy wild offer that they that they think is acceptable, you know, we're going to run through a bunch of offers. ESPN dropped, you know, their top 17 offers that they think can happen or something like that. Um, I weeded out a couple, but I mean, if they get some of these offers, I, I'd move him. You know what I mean? Like I really would. I know the dead cap's hard, but you still you're not you'd rather move them than than play with them. I think. And also the higher, I hate it. By the way. Okay. Well, I don't think a lot of people like it. And my take on the dead cap. So when I did the research on sports track or sport track, which is what you use for or over the cap is good. Too. Or over the cap, either one. Um, they say he's got $65 million in dead cap. But I did read an article that said because technically the way that his contract is structured, he's in the last year of his rookie deal. So they can move him and it's only $5 million in dead cap. That I don't know. Yeah, that's what uh, I was reading. They said that that's why it's easy for them to move him because he's going to be dead cap for his old contract, not the new one. The new one starts next season, not this coming season, but the season after. See, everything I have read is says it costs them more to keep to move him than it does to keep him on the roster. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, that's just everything I've read. Um, you know, the last season that a, a team went without a wide receiver catching a touchdown who ran that offense. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Nope. Okay, who's that? The new Texans hire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's with the Chiefs. Remember that year? They didn't have a single touchdown to a wide receiver. I mean, granted, they had Dwayne Bowe as their number one. But, yeah, that was the last season that a, a team hasn't had a wide receiver catch a touchdown. So I'm sure Deshaun Watson's thrilled with that hire. Well, let's ask this. Deshaun Watson last year had the best season of his entire career, and he's had a pretty good career so far. But last year he had the most yards. He led the NFL in passing yards, but he had the most yards of his career, the most touchdowns of his career, the fewest interceptions of his career, the best completion percentage of his career. He is trending extremely upward. So we talked about it in previous episodes. You said it's going to be a minimum three first-round picks, right? Minimum. And, and who has that kind of capital? I know we talked about the Dolphins because the Dolphins can give up three, 16, or 18, whatever it is, 
and Tua and maybe a first next year. The Jets have some capital as well. The the Jaguars, that, this one was the most interesting one to me. The Jaguars, because they have the number one overall pick. If I'm Urban Meyer, I mean, as much as Trevor Lawrence is this great prospect, I'd rather have Deshaun Watson. And so uh, I think I would too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking if I can move one, 26 or whatever their second pick is, what is it? I wouldn't move anything other than one. You just one straight up? I don't think that gets it done. Then don't take it. I mean, I my thing is Trevor Lawrence projects better than Deshaun Watson. Yes, he isn't. I understand he isn't, and I understand it's a long way to get there, but he projects better than Deshaun Watson. So I wouldn't give up two first. I'd give him one in a, a next year's second or something. Or, or, or something. I, I couldn't give up a lot more than one, though, just because of how, how high I have Trevor Lawrence. But we've seen it with Deshaun Watson. We've seen it with Carson Wentz or whoever. By the time that quarterback hits his stride, the coach is out of there. It's a new coach. So if no, I'm, if I'm Meyer, I'm thinking I'm Watson to help me win right now. And not just that. The the odds that Trevor Lawrence even gets to Deshaun Watson's level are 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 not very good. Like I mean, even these great, great, great quarterbacks that are supposed to be incredible sometimes don't reach that peak. Um, you take the known commodity. I still don't think a, a franchise would give up Trevor more than Trevor Lawrence is essentially what I'm saying. What do you think is the most likely trade destination for Deshaun Watson right now? Oh God, he has a no trade, and I guess he said the Miami and the Jets are the two the two ones he wants to go to. I truthfully think the Jets have the easiest path. Um, two, I think it's two twenty three is what I think they have. Let me check real quick. Um, yeah, um, two twenty three, and then a first next year gets it done, in my opinion, and. I think that's the best deal for both teams. Um, I think the the Texans get the quarterback they need in Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Zach Wilson, whoever they feel they like. Um, they get the ability to kind of replenish their their um, sole draft picks in getting 23 and a first next year. And I just think that one makes the most sense because you're able to get two. Um I don't think Miami's a player at all. I really don't. I don't believe that hype. I don't. I don't think it one second, honestly. So I, I understand he wants to go there. I don't think the team wants to give up on Tua. Well, I was just thinking that I don't know how much Brian Flores likes him based on everything that went down this past offseason. But my question is, even if you don't include Tua in the package, again, I think that three and sixteen is better than two and twenty-three. And then you could give a first next year as well. Then you could flip Tua to recoup at least one of those firsts. Yeah, maybe. I, again, I just don't think Miami's actually in on the deal. That's why I don't think that deal like is in play to me. Um, yes, I agree. Two or three and eighteen is a better deal, um, but I, I, I don't think that deal is actually in play. I, I really don't. So I guess that's kind of where like I've taken Miami out of this equation. The other quarterback that has come out and said, I do want to be traded. Well, apparently, there's a mutual breakup in Detroit between Matthew Stafford and the Lions. They both agreed, let's move on without each other. And they're working on figuring out a trade. So it's an amicable breakup. He's 33, though. He's not 25 like Deshaun Watson. So the trade market, I think, obviously, he's not going to garner three first-round picks. But he did have a decent year last year. Not great in his standard 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. His dead cap money seems a little bit more significant. $19 million this year in dead cap. But his salary is 33 so you're still saving money if you're Detroit, eating that dead cap. 
Yeah, I mean, this deal's happening. There's no way he doesn't get moved on, get moved uh, in this offseason. Um, and rumors are picking up that the Rams uh, have extremely strong interest and there's mutual interest there in a trade. Um, I don't know what the workings would be. I mean, I think the Lions would have to send more. Like, if they're getting golf back, I think the Lions would have to send, obviously, more than just Stafford. Um, but at that point, it's what? You're not sending three. There's right. no way I send three. Um, so, uh, and and so do you get Goff and, like, do you send Stafford in a second for Goff? Do the Rams really go for that? I don't know if I see that. I don't even know if I, if I think Stafford's a huge upgrade over Goff, if I'm being honest. So I don't think so either. I mean, he's got a bigger arm, I think, but... Not by much. And, I mean, Goff is a lot younger, obviously. So Andy's just signed this huge extension, so you're going to have to eat that. They're both going to have to eat dead cap making this trade. But I guess my question with it is, you know, with Stafford, what I had read is that the Lions just wanted a, a first-round pick straight up. Like, no players, just. Ooh, but then what do the Rams do? Do the Rams really just keep two quarterbacks making $30 million on the no, They would have to move on from Goff, but it's yeah. you know, not with the, the Lions. Um, I I could see that. I, I, I don't think I'd give up anything in the 20s, like mid-20s. And, and I think that's like – it would be so hard for me to do if I'm the Rams just because do you really think Stafford gets you to a Super Bowl? Um, if you think he's better than God, I don't know how they evaluate both of those players, but I do know, like you said, that Goff has more value than Stafford. So if you get Stafford for a first, you're going to get a higher first for Goff or more. If you can move him. Right. Like, you, you know, it, it's all about moving him at the right point. If all these teams with needs fill their quarterback need before you move Goff, then you're stuck with Goff and Stafford on your roster. And then what? Then it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, I mean, it is like, uh, I mean, that's what a third of your cap in two players. Like, I mean, Jesus. So, uh, I don't know. I, I don't really see that one as a viable option. I know there's smoke there and usually when there's smoke, there's fire, but I would truthfully think a team like the Patriots makes more sense. Um, one of these teams that, that truthfully you insert a veteran quarterback onto that team and it just, elevates their play um so well let me ask you this because the next quarterback we're going to talk about is Dak Prescott so what about Matt Stafford to the Dallas Cowboys at this point his cap number if he gets traded to the Cowboys is 20 million or half of what Dak is going to demand actually that's a great play I I think I think that's an incredible one I think the Cowboys should the issue with moving on from Dak right now is I don't I know he was playing as as exceptional as he was playing, but obviously coming off an injury, like you're you're not at your peak value, in my opinion. Um, so, are they gonna get everything they could have got? I'll still say to this day that if the Texans and the Cowboys aren't on the phone with each other every day to knock this deal out for Ten and Dak, I, I don't I don't get why they wouldn't. I think it truly is the best deal for both and makes both teams happy. Um, but. I'm truthfully not sure. I would love to see. I'm not. I mean, I know we'll get to it. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers in Dallas. That would make me happier than anybody on the planet. I. I mean, imagine him with those weapons in Dallas in that stadium with. Jerry, I mean, that to me, that's a match made in heaven. 
Uh, well, let's talk about Dak Prescott because yeah, we just want to get off Dak. Dak is the first quarterback that we all kind of expected would be jumping on the carousel at the start of the season or in 2021. And the interesting thing about him is unlike these guys, where we're talking about dead cap money, he's got zero dead cap because he's going to be franchised again. And it's not going to cost the Cowboys anything to move him. And all they're going to get is a return. Mm -hmm. The issue with moving him then is, is the team will want to have a long-term deal in place essentially before the trade is done. And so like negotiations will have to happen like with Dak as the trade negotiations are happening. Um, and, and I think that may be like a, a little roadblock because obviously Dak's going to want 40 and, and I don't know what his, you know, what his market's going to be. Um, he couldn't get it last time he was on free agency. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Um, but you know, San Francisco's heavy in these rumors. I think Dak makes a lot of sense in San Francisco. I really do. I think he fits that offense extremely well. I think Kyle Shanahan will avoid everything Dak does well, which is essentially move and, and throw well on the move. Um, so I like that. I, I truthfully, you know, I like him in Green Bay. I like Matt Stafford in Green Bay, too. If, if I'm being honest, that'll never happen. But I, I don't think they take a huge step down with Stafford there. And if, if Jordan Love is there, I, I mean, it's just wild. There's so many places these teams can go. And then we'll talk about Teddy Bridgewater. But, I, I mean, if he gets on the move, you know, I know they're going to have to eat a lot of dead cap there. But I think Carolina is going to be in play for a lot of these guys as a surprise team. So I've seen their name thrown around. And it surprised me because Teddy Bridgewater just signed the four-year deal this past offseason. So why move on from him so quickly? Especially we talked about it on several occasions. His statistics are great. He just isn't putting the ball in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, the deal that ESPN has listed for the Panthers to the Texans is insane. It's Teddy Bridgewater, number eight, number 39, a first next year, and a first the year after that. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but, again, that I mean, I snapped that deal if I'm the Texans, just because I'm all for recouping picks because I think picks can be flipped for bigger things and other things later on. So, but I, I mean, I agree. I, I wouldn't move Teddy. I mean, I wouldn't move Dak. I wouldn't move like, you know, I wouldn't move a lot of these guys if I'm those teams, but they're going to be moving. So the thing I like the most about the Teddy Bridgewater to Houston is that again, with Casario, with a new coach, you're trying to build a new culture essentially. And, Teddy Bridgewater is a guy who will not create waves. He's very low key. Um, and so that's going to be great. So he's not a diva. You can bring him in. If he doesn't love the offense, he'll just learn it and play it and won't say anything to the press about it or his teammates about it. So I, I kind of like that for them moving on because he is a good quarterback. I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot, but he's going from a situation where he had Christian McCaffrey and uh, Samuel and uh all these more and, and, and he's going to go to a team that has Randall Cobb as your top receiver. Yeah, because Will Fuller's out of there. Yeah. Will Fuller's gone. There's no. He's a free agent. There's no way he resigns in Houston, especially if Deshaun Watson's out or even thinking about leaving. You know what I mean? Now, if those two get together and they're like, "Hey, let's ride this out," like you know what I mean? Obviously, something may happen, but I'm, Will Fuller is most likely out of there also. So, I mean, that team's a, a pure dumpster fire. Now, Carson Wentz. We talk about dead money and the first year of a deal, and you couldn't have a worse year going into a year that a team wants to move on from you. I honestly don't think the Eagles move on from Carson Wentz only because I don't think they can. At this point, he had a 54% or 57% completion percentage last year. It was the worst year of his entire career. 15 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. Nobody's going to want him. Not even for a cap. Even if you take all the bonuses because they're going to have to eat all the bonuses, which is like $60 million in dead cap money. 
even then, the team that gets him still has to pay him $20 million a year, and I don't think anyone even wants him for that. So I think the Eagles just have to hope that he has a rebound year and, and gets back to form. I do too. And they have a contingency plan in Jalen Hurts. So they don't, I don't think they need to move either. You know, obviously they want to get some value for Carson if they can, if they don't believe in him, that is, you know what I mean? But because obviously if he doesn't play well and then they bench him, you're never moving him at that point. Um, I don't know. Again, if I'm your Patriots, I take a hard look at Carson Wentz and, and see what I can get. If I can get him for a second, I snap it. I snap that deal all day. Now, I don't think the Eagles would let him go for a second. I mean, it's terrible value. But at this point, again, what kind of value are they going to get? But, I mean, on a team, like if, if it's if it's a, you're taking a flyer on a guy and you, you don't have a top 10 pick like the Patriots don't, and it's either Mac Jones or Zach Kyle Trask or Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with Carson Wentz because I've seen him do it at least. I've at least seen him do it. I like Carson Wentz out of the three of them, and I like Carson Wentz in a Josh McDaniels offense. And I think that that's a match made in heaven, except for the higher level of heaven, if you're a Mormon. There's several layers of heaven. So oh, actually, no, I did. <laughs> yeah, there's three different levels of heaven. So uh, the, the top level of heaven, I would think, if I'm the Patriots, is got to be Jimmy Garoppolo because he already played in McDaniels' system. He knows the offense. He knows the Patriots' culture. He's a quintessential Patriot in terms of how he talks and how he carries himself. He's the perfect fit for that team, and I honestly don't think you're going to have to trade for him. I think he gets released. I think the 49ers are going to trade for one of these quarterbacks that we're talking about right now, and they're going to release Jimmy Garoppolo because his dead cap, $2 million. I mean, I, I just there's no way. He's just worth too much. Like There's somebody on the market that will give a second round for him or, or more. So that's why I don't think there's any way they just straight up release him. Um because a team a team will be like, hey, look, we'll give you this instead of release. You know what I mean? I, I don't think he's that far removed from playing well to where teams are just going to forget and think oh, he's not worth it. But I agree. The first level of heaven um, is is probably Jimmy G. Uh, I mean, if not Deshaun Watson. I would think the first level of heaven well, is Deshaun Watson. Well, I only say Jimmy G because of what you would have to give up, which is pretty much nothing. Yeah, I, I, I do think you would have to give up something. Um, maybe be like, hey, we'll give you the second rounder back. You know what I mean? Um, give us Jimmy, and, and I think that'll get the deal done. But, uh, I mean, obviously that would be extremely helpful. Jimmy G is on the move, and San Francisco will get a new quarterback. It, it's just two. I mean, at that point, it's two. Aaron Rodgers is, is in play in San Francisco, and honestly, I think that's a match made in heaven. So. Well, let me ask you your take on this, because we're comparing them. You just brought up Deshaun Watson, if you're the Patriots. Deshaun Watson's the top name out there right now. Oh, yeah. And my question for you is this. Would you rather, if you're Bill Belichick, and I know Bill Belichick values draft picks like nobody's business. And my question is, though, would you give up three firsts for Deshaun Watson over a second for Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, in a second. Especially with the way the league is trending. Like, it's, an, it's, it's, it's not a defense wins championships game anymore. Like, yes, your defense has to be opportunistic and cause turnovers and things like that. But you're not winning games 18 to 10 anymore. Like, you're just not. Like, that just doesn't happen anymore. You're not stopping these offenses. So you need a player that's going to put up 24 points a game, like, consistently. You know what I mean? And I think Deshaun Watson offers you that. And I would much rather have that than three first-round picks that I know are going to be in the 20s because I'm never going to be a 3-14 or 3-13 team. You know, so, so that's the other big kicker, in my opinion, for the Patriots. 
Now, the thing that I, the person that I think is the most interesting this offseason is Gardner Minshew because he is a serviceable starting quarterback in the NFL. He has decent numbers. They benched him towards the end of the year to solidify that first pick. And so obviously they're going to go with Trevor Lawrence. It seems like he's out of the mix unless they want to keep him around as a backup, but he's been starting. He's going to want to start somewhere. His cap number is only $900,000 and his dead cap is only $90,000. So very easy to move on from him if he doesn't want to stick around and be the backup. Um, I don't expect him to be a starter on a team just because there's so many other better names out there. Um, you know, we haven't even mentioned Indianapolis and, and Philip Rivers retiring. They're going to be hugely in play for a quarterback. I know they have Jacob Eason, who, who they, they like a lot there in Indianapolis. But, I, I mean, I think they're going to be, be in hugely in play. Maybe they get a guy like Gardner Minshew to just be a stopgap for Jacob Eason. Maybe somebody like Green Bay does that for Jordan Love. Um, but I, I don't think his market is a starter market, if I'm being honest. I don't think there's a team in the league that's like, we want Gardner Minshew as our guy, especially with the 10 guys that are available. Well, and that's my question, and I've been asking this all last year. What is it about Minshew that makes him not appealing? Because statistically, 66% completion percentage, 16 to 5, that's a 3 plus 1 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. He He's a good player. He's a really good player. So why is he not appealing as a starter? I mean, if you watch most of Jacksonville's games, they're down 30-7 to 7 by the time he starts playing well, which is, I mean, it is what it is. Like, he, it's it's half the offense, it's half the team around him, or third, you know, it's part all of these things, but Gardner Minshew isn't going to go out there and win you football games. Um, I don't think he's going to go out there and lose you a ton of football games, but I don't think he's going to go out there and win you a ton of football games. Um if you, I bet if you, I'd have to deeper into this, but if you look at his first half statistics and second half statistics, I bet you they are polar opposites of each other. I bet you his second half statistics blow away his first half statistics. But I could also chalk that up to the Jaguars trying to run the ball with James Robinson in the first half and then being down and he has to air it out in the second half. And when he airs it out, he's not throwing interceptions. No, he's not, but it's, it, it's teams are playing soft coverage on him, and they're allowing him to dink and dunk and do these things and complete these 66% underneath passes because they're up 20 points. Now, you know, I haven't watched every Jag game. I Truthfully, I haven't. The two I've watched, they it was like, you know, nothing in the first half, and then they were down a bunch, and then Gardner Minshew and the offense explodes, but it's, you know, it's too little too late. So, A name that I think, and this is a curious case, Ben Roethlisberger is in the last year of his contract. It's a $41 million cap hit. He's come out and said, I will help ease the cap hit, you know, to stick around. I think it makes sense to keep him there for one more year. They just signed Dwayne Haskins, I'm guessing, as a hopeful project. But I would think Ben Roethlisberger has one more year and he's done. His cap hits $22 million. I don't think they're going to release him. I don't think they're going to trade him. So I just think he plays out this year. I don't know what he's talking about with adjusting the $41 million. I, I'd release it. And it's $22 million cap it if you release them. Mm, see you later, bro. <laughs> um, or trade him or do something. Um, you wouldn't let him play out the last year of his deal? I don't think so. I mean, they're not good with him. He's not a serviceable quarterback anymore at this point. It's it's Honestly, he needs to retire. And I know he's like holding on, but like I think he needs to retire and save the team that way. The, the, there was an interesting trade with them that was uh, – the, their first this year, first next year, T.J. Watt, uh, uh, the other Watt brother, 
and then a second this year and a second next year or something like that. So they reunite all the Watt brothers on Houston um, and then <laughs> give them, I think it's four total picks. Um, that's a, a shot in the dark trade. I don't think that'll ever happen. It was just an interesting one to see, but I think Pittsburgh's hugely in the market for a quarterback, if I'm being honest, because they're a team. I mean, you add a, a, a good quarterback onto that team. I mean, now granted, I don't think they could ever do like a, but I mean, you get Jared Goff onto that team somehow, or you get a, a Stafford or an Aaron Rodgers or something like that, like a veteran a quarterback who can play already. And man, I mean, that division's wide open in my opinion. Well, and the last quarterback I wanted to talk about was Aaron Rodgers because he did come out and say, you know, my future is a mystery. He has come out and said, I want a new deal, even though he's making $35 million a year. Obviously, you're seeing your uh, people in the league getting 40 and 50, you know, you're, and you're like, hey, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Why am I getting 35? But at the same time, I don't know if he gets moved. I really don't know if he gets moved, but I think that the possibility is there, whereas before the season, I would have said the possibility is not there. And I think like you said, there's a lot of teams. He's 37, so you're bringing him in, let's say, for two or three years. Is He's not Tom Brady. I don't think he's going to play until he's 45. But you never know. He threw 48 touchdowns and five picks last year. So. <laughs> he's the MVP at 37, so yeah. let's, let's, let's find out. For me, it makes sense San Francisco because he's from California. Yeah. And, and I mean, he – he, him and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, are you kidding me? The the two, the magic those two could make. Like they're, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's. I mean, outside of like Josh McDaniels and Eric Bieniemy, and I mean, they're they're mentioned as the best offensive minds in football. Um, and he consistently schemes guys open. I mean, he makes Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel look like stars. Oh, damn it. Right. <laughs> um. So. Uh, I made literally through 40 minutes of the last topic of the show. Uh, and so, but I think that's the match that, that makes the most sense. And I think Green Bay would love to maybe get a Jimmy G back. I don't know how much they love Jordan Love there. Like, I really, I haven't heard anything come out of that camp. So, um, I don't think he's moved. I really don't. I mean, I agree this, there's, there's more, smoke than I ever thought there would be but this one I think is pure smoke I, I mean I think Green Bay would be so foolish to move on from him so I think they could have a problem on their hands if they go into this next draft and they take another running back and another tight end <laughs> not a tight end he'd like a tight end but they you know take somebody who he can't throw to like he needs somebody to throw to uh, if they don't go out and get one of these free agent wide receivers that are on the market this year because there's 10 like legit number ones on the market this year like it's insane um, if they don't go out and pay for one, I mean, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to have a problem on their hands with Aaron. Just because, I mean, that offense – I mean, it's there. Everything is there for that team to win a championship. It just needs – I think it needs a dominant pass rusher, and I think it needs a, another weapon on offense. And then that team is arguably I, – I, I mean, they're the best team in the league at that point. So, Yeah, I'd like to see – and we talked about it before. I would love to see some sort of trade with Atlanta to get Julio Jones there with Devontae Adams. That would be foolish. I mean, <laughs> I mean that would be scary. I mean, the offense is built to succeed. The defense is built to succeed. I mean, they've got players on every level. Jair Alexander's, you know, probably the best corner in the league. Uh, Darnell Savage has become a, a beast in the back for them. I, like I said, I think they need a dominant pass rusher, somebody who will actually scare you. And then, 
I mean, shit, even a Will Fuller, just somebody to take the top off and, and work the, 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 the things that, that Devontae Adams can't work, I think is just what they need real bad. That's pretty much the list that we have. I know, obviously, some of you guys are going to say, hey, you didn't get to Mitchell Trubisky or Jameis Winston or Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> or whoever. I know we can't tackle all 40 guys that might be on the move. These are some of the top names. But if you have somebody that you want us to talk about, shoot us a message on social media. We're very good about getting people's comments onto the show. Other than that, though, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I don't know if Sully wants to throw it to Kenny. Wait, what? Do you want you to throw it to Kenny? Uh, I mean, I can do that. You know, this one is, uh, I think it's done just like the Chiefs are, right, Kenny? It's over! It's over, ladies and gentlemen! 